Okay, I think I'm ready for bed. Time to turn off the light. Night, Teddy. Hmm, I'm tossing and turning because it's too hot. I'm going to turn the light back on and go over and open the window. Urgh, let me just get this window open. There you go. Oh, whoa, look at all the stars. What a beautiful full moon and hundreds of twinkling lights. Space is so cool. I need to call my investigators to find out a little bit more about it. Quick, let me get out my Let's Investigate Frequency Modular Transponder. I think it's under my pillow. Hello? Hi, Izzy. Guys, I know it's late and pretty dark out there, but I've just looked out my window and it's a beautiful clear night. I can see so many stars and the moon too. I'm fascinated and I want to find out more. Let's investigate, team. Do you accept this challenge? We sure do. Let's investigate. Let's investigate. Well, I've arrived safe and sound in the Science Gallery in Dublin on our prototype space hovercraft, and I'm here with Dr. Joseph Roach, who knows an awful lot about the universe and space. Before we go any further, Joseph, let's take it right back to the beginning. What on earth is the universe? Well, I, I love that question because um, asking what on earth is the universe um, is important because we are on Earth and everything we we think about in our daily lives is based on Earth. And sometimes it's easy to forget that outside of the Earth there is an awful lot more happening. Uh, so the universe is is everything that ever is and ever was. Uh, so not just what we see on Earth every day, but if you look up to the stars at night, out into the, the solar system and even beyond that, it's, it's everything that um, has happened since the dawn of time. How did the universe come to be? Where did it come from? Well, the universe is a, a difficult thing for us to, to fully understand because the universe started um, 14 billion years ago and has, has grown and changed since then. So it's, it's difficult for us to try and rewind back the clock and try and figure out how it started. But it looks like it started with uh, a Big Bang. And usually when we think of a Big Bang, we think of a huge, loud sound. But the Big Bang happened when something really, really tiny, smaller than a pinhead, suddenly exploded and grew and grew. Uh, when I think about it, I, I, I always use the same idea of um, if, if you ever see an explosion in, in, a, in a movie or a cartoon, it always looks like there's something uh, very small that's, that's blooming and growing outward. You see all these things flying away from each other. And... That's, that's kind of what happened with, with the Big Bang. The Big Bang happened 14 billion years ago, so it couldn't possibly still be growing, could it? It is growing and it's expanding. And it's one of the, the most difficult but interesting challenges we have is trying to figure out what happens next. Because for many years we thought because it's, it's expanding outwards, it'll eventually slow down and stop. And then it might start going back the way it came. Well, how many planets would you say there are? Um, lots. There are lots and lots of planets. Um, uh, we're living on a planet called Earth, and we're part of a system of planets that, that orbit our sun, 
and we're part of a system of stars um, that come together in, a, in a, a galaxy called the Milky Way. When I was growing up, we only had nine, and we've managed to discover planets outside our solar system, planets around other stars, and then we just got really, really good at finding them. So, and in our in our galaxy, just in the um, the stars in our local neighborhood. Uh, there's between two and four hundred billion stars in our galaxy, which means that in our galaxy alone, uh, which is just our little corner of space, there's probably between two and four hundred billion planets as well. If you'd ask scientists about uh, life on other planets or the possibility of living on other planets, uh, when I was younger, they would have been very cautious speaking about that because it's it was guessing and we only really knew the planets uh, in our own solar system. But now, because we know there are so many planets out there, just by sheer numbers, because we have so many of these other planets, it's likely that some of them are, are similar to Earth, and some of them could, in theory, support life. Uh, but of course, the big challenge is, is getting there. Uh, we haven't managed to go to any other planets in our solar system, any of our local planets. I, I would like us, instead of um, uh, working too much on trying to visit other uh, planets near other stars, I'd like us to visit some of the planets in our, in our own solar system, so the ones that are closest to us, that are also orbiting the sun. And Mars makes the most sense to visit because it's our... It's our nearest neighbour, it's the closest planet to us. Well, best of luck with your future journey. I'm going to take this hovercraft back now to Izzy and tell her everything we found out. Let's investigate. You'll never guess where I am. I'm standing at the top of a castle in Blackrock in County Cork. And at the very top of one of the towers where I'm standing, there is a huge telescope. Brian, you're one of the people who look after this telescope, isn't that right? I am, yeah. Why do you have a telescope on top of a castle? Well, we have it on top of the castle so we can look at stars. And we can look at stars at night time when there aren't any clouds. There are so many stars in the sky, more than we know about, and we're only just starting to learn about how many there are and about how many different types there are. Wow, and Brian, somebody told me that there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on all the beaches in the world. That's absolutely true. If every person in the world held one billion grains of sand in their hand, there'd still be more stars in the world than there were grains of sand in people's hands. Stars are up above our heads in space, but I'm trying to find out, what is space? Well, space is everything that isn't where we are on Earth. It's everything else that's up there, all the stars, all the planets, all the galaxies. And there's thousands and millions of them. And we're only just starting to explore this huge area. And we're going to be very excited to learn about all the new things we're finding out all the time in astrophysics and science. It's hard to get your head around, isn't it, that we're standing at the very top of a castle here in Blackrock in County Cork. But we are on a planet called Earth, a round planet which is floating in space in a galaxy. Isn't that hard to believe? Sometimes it's really hard to wrap your head around. I mean, Cork's a very big place. and <laughs> Cork's a big place in Ireland and Ireland's a big place in the world. And the world is tiny compared to the sun and the sun is tiny compared to the other stars and those stars are tiny compared to galaxies. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes you can lay awake at night thinking about how big the galaxy really is. And our planet is in a solar system with other planets, isn't it? it Who do we share the solar system with? It is, yeah. There are seven other planets. There's Mercury, Venus, then there's us on Earth. Next is Mars, then there's Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus and Neptune. 
And the last planet that isn't a planet anymore, but we still like think of him as our friend is Pluto. Pluto, Pluto everybody's favourite. What happened to Pluto? They decided he wasn't big enough and they said, you're not a planet anymore. He was too small and he kept his orbit, which is the way he runs around the sun. It was really messy and he just wasn't very clean. There was loads of other stuff crossing over in front of him and he wasn't being assertive enough saying, this is my area, I'm a planet. So he got demoted. So he's now called a dwarf planet. Dwarf planet, That's yeah. Right. And did you forget one planet? The sun, isn't that the biggest one? Well, well, the sun isn't a planet. The sun is called a star. It's a huge, huge, massive, big ball of hydrogen gas. And it burns and it produces so much energy that it makes all life on Earth possible. And we're just far enough away from the sun that we don't get cooked alive by it. And we're just close enough to it that we don't freeze because it's too cold and we're too far away. So we're very, very lucky sitting on Earth. So we're looking into the telescope here and I can see the stars a bit clearer and they seem a bit closer when I look through this big thing that's peering into space. So are you telling me that all those little twinkling lights, those stars, could be like our massive huge sun if you got a bit closer? Some of those stars are so much bigger than our sun. Our sun is a baby compared to some of them. Some of them can be 300 times bigger than the sun. Space makes me feel a little bit dizzy, Brian. <laughs> it makes me feel very small sometimes. We've gone to the moon before. We went up, an astronaut, Neil Armstrong, was the first person to walk on the moon. But it just shows you how little we know about space because the moon is quite close to us and there are planets and moons and stars Let's and comets investigate. and moons and stars planets and stars and, and stars and comets that go on forever. Forever, 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 forever. There are so many things, even in our own solar system, that we don't know about. But it's sometimes it's just not possible to send people up to space. So we send robots to do the work instead. So right now there's a robot on Mars. And he's doing a mission to look around Mars, and that's called the Curiosity Rover. And every day he's sending back pictures, and he's roaming around, and he's taking pictures and taking samples from the Earth in Mars. And he's trying to figure out if there is life on Mars. And did he find any yet? Well, we're not going to know for a while yet until all of the data has been crunched, and we know everything that there is to know about Mars. Curiosity needs to work a little bit harder up there. (laughs) He's doing the best he can. (laughs) Well, Brian, I'll let you get back to your busy work here. You have to look back into that telescope. So thank you so much. It was great to talk to you here at the top of a castle. It was fantastic having you here. Thanks very much. Let's investigate. That um, comets are made of big ice and gas. Um, the moon can change different colour t- sometimes. So, like, sometimes the moon could turn blue from the sun, um, ma- making light hit from the sun's lighting off the sea and uh, and the uh, colour hitting off the moon so it turns blue, so it's a blue moon. Do you know at the evenings when there's like kind of cool red and orangey and yellowy colours that reflects off the moon as well and it makes the so, the moon go blue, um, orange, yellow, uh, red and it um, is called the blood moon. Alan, you sound like a, a moon expert now at this stage. 
Alan, <laughs> Alan, have we ever been to the moon? Have people ever been to the moon? Um, yeah. Did they go? Yeah. I think they were called the Apollo missions, weren't they? Um, no, astronauts. Oh, astronauts. Sorry. I'm silly. I'm making mistakes all the time. You are a moon expert. Let's investigate. This little telescope is great. I can see everything. Ooh, look, a shooting star. Whoa, that's a fast-moving shooting star. And it looks like it's getting closer. I'm closer. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. It's not a shooting star. It's my shooting investigators. Quick, take cover! (laughs) Guys, every time, every time, use the front door. Just press the doorbell. It is not rocket science. Sorry, Izzy, we were travelling from a galaxy far, far away in the distant cosmos, just left of the Milky Way. Okay, 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 Colin, we're here now. Oh, yeah, sorry. So tell me, what did you discover about space? Well, where do we begin? They say that in space no one can hear you scream! So if I were to shout at the top of my lungs in space, it would go like this. Ah! You see, total silence. That's because there is no air in space. It's what's called a vacuum, and sound cannot travel through a vacuum, but light can, and that's why we can see the sun, the planets, and all of the stars. It all started a long, long time ago, though, around 14 billion years to be exact, with the Big Bang. Before the Big Bang, the entire universe was inside a bubble that was much, much smaller than a pinhead. It was hotter and denser than anything we can imagine. And then it suddenly exploded. The universe as we know it was born. Time, space and matter all began right there in a fraction of a second. Amazing! So the universe was born and started to expand? Did it suddenly stop then one day? Well, it slowed down a bit when the universe cooled down a bit, but it hasn't stopped and is still expanding this very second. How do we know this? Well, we don't know for sure. Nobody can be quite certain, really. But based on all the evidence astronomers have collected to date, it's the best guess we have. Using huge telescopes and satellite dishes, scientists believe they've received echoes from the Big Bang. So when will us humans get to go there? We already have, Izzy. The Russians were the first to enter space 50 years ago. A geezer called Yuri Gagarin. And then the Americans landed on the moon after that. Neil Armstrong was the very first one. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Thank you so much, guys, for telling me all about space. That's it. Investigation closed. Investigation closed. Let's Investigate. Let's Investigate was written by Colin Flynn and Louise Denver and featured Izzy Stewart. The programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland and funded with a television licence fee. The series producer was Martina Madlin.